The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by Cleveland Clinic, ranked number one in the nation in heart care 24 years in a row, according to U.S. News & World Report. For information on the complex cases treated at Cleveland Clinic or to get a second opinion, visit clevelandclinic.org slash heartcare. Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Friday, March 22nd. In today's news, the European Union denies Theresa May the breathing room she wants on Brexit. An airline cancels a big order from Boeing because of the recent crashes. And President Trump tips the scales for Bibi. But first, the big idea. The Commandant of the Marine Corps warned in secret memos that President Trump's deployments of troops to the southern border and his diversions of money from the military's budget to build his wall pose a, quote, unacceptable risk to the combat readiness and solvency of our armed forces. In two internal memos that someone leaked to the Los Angeles Times, Marine General Robert Neller says the unplanned and unbudgeted deployment along the border that Trump ordered right before the midterm elections last fall forced him to cancel or reduce planned military training exercises in at least five countries. He also said the declaration of an emergency has forced him to delay what he describes as urgent and critical repairs at his bases. He complained about canceling or shrinking the Marine participation in training exercises at a time when he's attempting to strengthen alliances and attract new partners. It's not unheard of for a service chief to ward of a budget shortfall or complain that he's not getting enough money. But this isn't that. Independent experts who reviewed these memos describe the language as uncharacteristically strong, especially because he's talking about the president's top political priority. And we're learning more today about which specific Pentagon projects are poised to suffer the most because of Trump's emergency declaration. Assuming that Congress cannot override the president's veto and that courts don't strike the plan down, Trump's diversion of military funds will deal an outsized blow to Puerto Rico. The island could lose 10 projects on DOD bases there worth $400 million. My colleagues Paul Sunny and Erica Werner did a detailed analysis of what will likely be on the chopping block based on the parameters that the Pentagon has set out. High on the most vulnerable list is $745 million worth of projects for the European Deterrence Initiative, which was launched in 2014 to help shore up the defenses of our Eastern European allies after Russia invaded Ukraine and annexed Crimea. The 23 European projects at risk are all aimed at making it easier for Allied forces to respond to any Russian military incursion in Europe. The initiatives include a plan to build a facility for our special operations forces in Estonia, projects to construct ammunition and fuel storage facilities in Poland, and planned upgrades to aircraft surveillance facilities in Italy and Britain. And here's a timely reminder of the law of unintended consequences. Trump's focus on securing the southern border has caused far more attempts by migrants to reach U.S. soil by sea. In the San Diego sector alone, migrants have started entering in various new and innovative ways. They leave Mexico, go out to sea, and then land on our beaches under cover of darkness. They're coming on personal watercraft and small open-top motorboats known as pengas. A wall won't stop this. The chief border patrol agent in San Diego tells our Dan Lamothe that they're expecting smugglers to adjust their tactics as U.S. officials alter theirs. He says they're focused on taking away most of the lowest risk ways to get into this country, but they won't be able to take away all of them. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar as the week ends. 
Number one, European leaders allowed Britain a short extension on leaving the EU, but demanded that Prime Minister Theresa May come up with a solution to the parliamentary impasse by April 12th. May had promised the British people that Brexit would help them take back control from Europe. Instead, she finds that her fellow 27 EU leaders took back decision-making power from her. They dictated a political calendar for the coming weeks that gives both sides time to prepare for the worst-case scenario, a hard Brexit that could put Europe into a recession and especially hurt Britain. If British lawmakers approve a divorce deal that they have now twice rejected, they can leave the EU on May 22nd. If they reject it, they must plan an alternative by April 12th or fall off the same no-deal cliff that evening. Either way, the decisions will be forced earlier than the three-month delay May was seeking from Brussels. Number two, Indonesia's Garuda Airlines canceled an order for 49 Boeing 737 MAX jets. This is believed to be the first order cancellation in reaction to the two recent crashes. It turns out the jets that went down in Indonesia and Ethiopia both lack two safety features that Boeing charges extra for. It's not uncommon for companies like Boeing to charge extra for upgrades, like a car, but while some of those add-ons are aesthetic, some of them can affect a jet's navigation and communication systems. Following the crashes, Boeing intends to make one of the safety features a standard part of its fixes to make the planes operable again. Meanwhile, more families of the Indonesia victims are suing Boeing in court, claiming that the plane involved in last October's crash was defective and unreasonably dangerous. More than 30 relatives of the 189 victims have sued Boeing in its hometown of Chicago, and more lawsuits are expected soon, including from the families of the Ethiopia victims. And we've learned that two pilots filed FAA complaints about Ethiopian Airlines' safety procedures years before this month's crash. The 2015 complaints, which were filed before the MAX 8 was even in use, are critical of training and pilot documentation on the 737 that was in use at the time, as well as two larger Boeing planes. They could lead to renewed scrutiny of Ethiopian Air, a fast-growing international company that has enjoyed a generally positive safety reputation in international aviation circles. One pilot said the airline didn't have the infrastructure to support the fleet of Boeing and Airbus jets that it ordered, and alleged that the airline had a, quote, fear-based management culture in which safety is being sacrificed for expansion and profit margins. Number three. Continuing his penchant for making major foreign policy announcements via tweet, President Trump endorsed permanent Israeli control of the disputed Golan Heights, saying the area is of critical importance to Israel. The position is a political boon to Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu just days before he's scheduled to visit Washington and three weeks before he faces an unexpectedly difficult re-election vote back home. Trump's statement marks an important symbolic reversal of official U.S. neutrality on an issue that's akin to Israel's occupation of the West Bank, which has also been controlled by Israel since the 1967 war and is claimed by Palestinians. Trump decided to announce the new position despite widespread concern inside his administration that it would put a finger on the scale for Netanyahu's election. Trump's unexpected endorsement came as a surprise to members of his own Middle East peace team, senior people at the State Department, and Israeli officials. One top Israeli person said, quote, We all found out by tweet, too. And that's the way Washington works right now. And that's The Daily 202 for Friday, March 22nd. Thanks for listening. I'm James Holman. I'll talk to you on Monday. Have a good weekend.